You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 185, Escape the Emotional Haunted House. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey, happy Halloween. It's coming up in just a few days. So today we have kind of a Halloween themed podcast episode. We're going to talk about how to get out of the haunted house of emotions Do you ever feel like going to your shift is kind of like going to a haunted house? That's how I used to feel when I was showing up to my shift. I'd be like kind of uneasy and tense. Like what is going to happen to me during this shift? Right? Like just like when you walk through a haunted house where you're kind of nervous and you don't know what's going to jump out at you and you're on edge the entire time, even when there's nothing scary going on, like no one is there stalking you, like following you around the the creepy people, you know, who follow you around the haunted house. None of them are there yet. Nothing's even happened, but you just feel uneasy and tense being like, what is going to happen? I don't know what to expect. This might get kind of crazy. Am I going to be able to handle it? Right? So that's how I used to feel going to my shifts, feeling like I was just showing up to this haunted house and let's see what happens today. And it was a big emotional roller coaster. So that's what I mean by the haunted house of your emotions is because while there are things that happen during our shifts that we're like, okay, I I don't want that to happen, right? Like we're like, I don't want to have a code during my shift or I don't want a really grumpy, mean patient or I don't want to get an admit right at shift change or I don't want a bunch of ISO rooms or maybe in your specialty there are different procedures or types of patients that you really don't enjoy the kind of care they need. And so we're going into it hoping to not have those experiences. But the reason we don't want those things to happen is because of how we think they'll make us feel. It's all about your emotions. It's not the task itself or the patience itself. It's that we don't want to feel stressed, overwhelmed, annoyed, inadequate, embarrassed, insecure, like all those uncomfortable emotions that come up with those various things, that's really what we're afraid of. And so that's why I want to put the emphasis as the haunted house of your emotions, because that's really what we're fearing so much is all those emotions that we think will come up during our shifts. Okay. So the reason I started thinking about this, I mean, with it being Halloween, yes, it's, you know, fun to have a little Halloween theme, but I actually used this analogy a couple weeks ago. I got to give a presentation to 350 hospital administrators for Intermountain Healthcare. So shout out to all of you Intermountain Healthcare leaders who might be listening to this or or your nurses. But it was fun to use this analogy with it being October. And so I wanted to share it with you guys today. And I had so much fun presenting at that conference. It was a virtual event, so I didn't get to be there live and see everybody, but it was a lot of fun to share 
these tools with you and teach you and teach them the things that I'm teaching here on the podcast. And it got me thinking that I want to do more of that. I really love getting to share these tools with whether it's administrators, like it was for this presentation, it was for nurse managers, leaders, directors, that type of thing, or especially for like the bedside nurses. I love doing that too. So if you have an event coming up, I'd love to be involved. So head on over to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash event and tell me about your event, what your goals are for it, what you have in mind, how you'd like to help whoever it is for. And I'd love to be part of your events. So make sure you type the W's into the URL when you're headed to the website. So again, you're going to want to type www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash event. It'd be so much fun to be part of your next event. All right. So let's talk about this haunted house of emotions. Can you relate to that? Do you ever feel that creepy feeling when you're showing up for your shift? Like, what is about to happen? I don't know if I can handle this. This is kind of terrifying. So if you do, then I want you to know it's because you don't fully understand emotions. And that's okay if you don't, because I didn't either. Like I said, I used to have that same feeling when I would show up for my shifts and I didn't understand. I didn't really know emotions. So they felt kind of spooky. It felt like they could just pop up from anywhere. Like for me, when I walk through a haunted house, the scariest part is when you don't see anybody. Like when the person is standing in front of you and then they're kind of hovering over you as you walk because thank goodness they're not allowed to touch you. As they're hovering by you, it's like, yeah, this is uncomfortable, but I can keep my eye on them. I'm like, I'm going to watch you. And I feel kind of more in control of the situation. But when I can't see the haunted house person, the creepy people, then I am looking everywhere. I'm on high alert. I feel like all panicky because I'm like, is the person with the chainsaw going to be jumping out from around this corner? Like, what's going to be coming? Is someone going to pop out from here? And it's all misty in this room. And so it feels really scary because you don't know when something scary is going to pop up. And that's how it feels when we don't understand what the true cause of emotions is. We have to tiptoe through life hoping we don't set off any stress bombs or that we don't have experiences that create overwhelm for us. And we're like looking around every corner being like, okay, if I take this job, am I going to be okay? Or is that going to be like a spooky person jumping out at me? I'm going to experience all this stress and overwhelm. So what ends up happening is we give all this power to the decisions that we make. We think if I make this choice, if I choose this job, or I choose to work these hours, or I choose this school, or this neighborhood, or this house, or whatever it is, with those decisions we make, we think, all right, I'm choosing this option, and it's going to come with a whole bunch of different emotions. Is this really the way I want to go? So it becomes really creepy, right? Like we don't know what we're signing up for in our lives. And that feels really unsettling because 
then you're powerless about your experience. If we're just walking through the haunted house, we're not getting to decide how we feel and what happens. It's just whatever jumps up from around the corner. So we end up feeling super powerless. And what we try to do then to get more control in our lives is we try even harder to control all the circumstances. We're like, okay, I just need to control my, my work schedule even better so I can feel less stressed out and happier. Or I need to control money. Or I need to control my children. Or I need to control my partner. Or I need to control my coworkers and my patients. And we try to control all these things and people around us because we're like, I don't like feeling out of control of my emotions. I don't like all these emotions happening to me and jumping out at me in my life. So I've got to control all these things and people so that I can feel better. But then we actually feel more powerless. Because we're trying to control all these things that we can't control. So it's this really harsh wake-up call for us as we try to force control on something that we can't control, we get more and more frustrated. If you've ever tried to control a child, you know what I mean by this. It's impossible. I have a two and a half year old, Eli, and I can't control him, even though he's much smaller than me. And I certainly can influence him and, and I can do some things to manage his behavior or his options but I cannot control him. Like today, me and my kids were making pumpkin muffins because it's October, right? We need pumpkin muffins. So we decided to make pumpkin muffins today. And I was like, oh, this is going to be such a lovely afternoon. And so we mixed up the pumpkin batter, like got them into the oven. But then as I'm putting them in the oven, I'm kind of distracted. And Eli is standing up on one of the kitchen chairs at the counter and grabs a hold of the salt container and just dumps salt everywhere. So I couldn't control that behavior. And then as I'm washing his hands and trying to get it cleaned up, he accidentally pulls a bowl off the counter and smashes it on the floor. So if all of these things, if I had to control all of that in order to feel better, to feel happy and have a nice time with my kids, then it would be like, I'd have to be on high alert all the time, right? To be like, okay, I need to make sure no one spills anything. No one drops anything. I have to make sure my kids are always behaving and keep an eye on them. I can't turn my back for a second so that they won't do something that causes me frustration or stress. Now, magnify that by like what's going on during your shifts. There are all of these patients you have that you're like, okay, I have to control what they do and what their health is doing and what the doctor's doing and their orders and all of that in order to not feel stressed out or to feel however I want to. And then I have to control my coworkers and how they're helping me or how we're working as a team and their attitude and all of those things so I can feel the way I want to. I have to control the doctors and my manager and administration and all these things that we don't have control over when we're trying to control it all so we can feel better. It's so overwhelming and frustrating because it's totally impossible, right? Like just like I couldn't control a little two and a half year old, we try to control so many things in our lives that we're just not that powerful. And when we put all of our focus and attention there, 
it gets so frustrating and we become more and more aware of how helpless we are. So thank goodness, as we come to understand our emotions, it doesn't have to be this way. We don't have to go into our shifts being like, oh no, what's going to happen today? Am I going to have to feel all this stress and overwhelm? Or how can I control everything so I don't feel stressed or overwhelmed? When we really understand our emotions, we get our power back. And that's why I love sharing with people that your thoughts create your emotions. Because though it sounds like such a simple thing, it is everything. You get your power back when you're the creator of your emotions. I know sometimes it feels nice to be able to blame other people or give them the responsibility to make us feel better. Like in some ways it feels like that would be the easier option. But If you notice, it's actually not the easier option. It's so hard to control everything and everyone else around you. It's impossible. And it's so frustrating when we think that's what we need in order to feel better. So if you want to get out of this haunted house of emotions where you're not sure when emotions are going to pop up and where they're coming from and it feels really scary, you have to take the ownership back over your emotions. You have to realize This is awesome news that whatever I'm thinking in a given situation, that's what's making me feel how I do. And sometimes you're going to choose thoughts that create frustration and stress, and that's totally okay. You don't have to become a robot, right? Like I wasn't thrilled when my son spilled the salt and broke the glass bowl, but I know that I was the creator of my frustration, Because I was thinking he shouldn't have spilled the salt. And poor me. Now I have to clean up this salt and this broken glass. And this bowl was a bowl we were given as a gift for our wedding that we really loved. It was from one of my friends in Japan. So I was the creator of all that. I was creator of the disappointment about the bowl being broken. I was the creator of the frustration and the self-pity. And it's okay that I created all of that. But when I keep the ownership of it, I am in the power seat. When you go into your shifts and you still don't know what's going to happen, right? We don't have that power to see the future. But when you go in with that power, knowing I'm in charge of my emotions this shift, what am I going to create for myself? Maybe I'm going to create some stress. I know it's because of a sentence I was thinking. Maybe the sentence is, this patient is obnoxious. They shouldn't be calling so much. Okay, you just created some irritation for yourself. Totally fine that you did that, but let's not give your patient all the power over how you feel. Do you really want to give your patients that power? I certainly don't, right? Like some of them are lovely. Some of them are doing their best, but I don't want to give them the power over my emotions. I don't want to be the puppet And they're pulling the strings for it. I want to be in charge. And sometimes during your shift, you're going to think, I don't know if I can get all this done. And it might create some stress for you. And that's okay. But just know that you're the creator of that stress. And you might want to keep thinking, I don't know if I can get all this done. If you choose to think it, that's okay. You can feel stressed. But you can also look for other options 
if you want to. And create different emotions for yourself. And the goal isn't to get rid of all the uncomfortable emotions. Sometimes you're going to think, this is unsafe. I don't feel comfortable in this situation. This isn't okay. Those thoughts are going to create some discomfort for you, but it's not this spooky haunted house anymore because it's not something that jumped out at you during your shift that made you feel how you do. It's that you chose to think a thought and maybe you want to keep thinking that thought and take different action based on that thought and those emotions. But I just want you to keep the power. You are not a victim of the haunted house. You are in control. So we need to remember where our emotions come from. They're not scary things that jump out at us. They're not things that we have to run away from. We are the creators of them. And it's okay. Whatever emotions you choose to create is totally fine. Because emotions aren't dangerous. All right, my friend. So as you go to your shifts this next week, I want to give you this challenge As you go to your shifts, I want you to stop treating it like a haunted house. Instead of wondering what's going to happen to me, what am I going to feel, can I handle it, I want you to start paying attention. As something happens and you feel an emotion, stop and ask yourself, what was the sentence that just went through my brain? And you don't have to change it. Don't try to find a new thought to make yourself feel better. That's just going to lead to you resisting your emotions and slapping fake positivity over things. Don't do that, but just notice. Just notice I'm feeling really stressed out right now. I'm thinking that stress jumped out at me because of this new situation that just came up during my shift. But the truth is I created it with a sentence in my brain. And just take that moment to identify what that thought was. You will feel so much more powerful when you recognize that you are the creator of your emotions. It is powerful, my friends. So practice noticing it, and the more you do, the easier it'll become. You'll start seeing it all the time, the way you are creating your emotions in situations where you feel happy and pleasant and positive, and in situations that are more challenging and stressful. You're the creator of it, and it's all okay. All right? So let's step out of the haunted house. Notice your emotions this week and where they're coming from, and have a wonderful, safe Halloween. I'll talk to you later. Take care. 